Welcome to the Die Hard Hoops podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Kramer. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about having a routine, developing a routine to help you as an athlete, also helping you in general as a person in life, regardless of what walk or career that you're in. And then the second half, I'm going to talk a little bit about the NBA, some of the offseason acquisitions, who has gone up, who's gone down, who's kind of stuck in the middle. But first, it's Saturday. Saturday after Thanksgiving, it's small business Saturday. And so member.cramerbasketball.com, my online training platform, we have a special offer today through Cyber Monday. Go to member.cramerbasketball.com. You can get a $20 discount to a year membership. Our intermediate program, which is through from junior high, ranging all the way up to the JV level for most basketball players, some it might be the varsity level, $20 off. It's $62.99 for a year. So you take the discount, it's $42.99. You do one workout, it's already paid for. It's that, it's, it's that simple. But not only are you going to get a $20 discount, we're going to give you free access to a month of our new app that's going to come out at a later date in 2021. And we're also going to send you an email as soon as you register, where to ship your address, what's your shirt size, I'm going to send you one of my Kramer basketball t-shirts on me. You can't beat the deal. It's basically free when you come in with all the extra things that you're going to get. So member.kramerbasketball.com. Put in the code SPECIAL20 with a capital S. SPECIAL20. That's going to give you the $20 discount to our year membership. You can get our advanced or our intermediate program. We'll send you from some free swag. You'll get the new app for a month when it comes out. You can't beat it. This is the best deal we've ever had on all of the Black Fridays with <clears throat> Kramer Basketball. Now, being that Thanksgiving was a couple days ago, I did want to share something that I'm really thankful for. I'm really thankful that this pandemic didn't happen a few years ago. If it did, I don't know if Kramer basketball would have survived. So it's kind of a weird th thing to be thankful for, but if the pandemic would have happened a few years ago, uh, I don't know if I would have built up enough real equity and value, value in Kramer basketball that it would be able to keep going. Um, when I started my business, we had just bought a house we were having a baby. My wife was a student getting her PhD in college. And uh, I was up and trying to get a business started. It's not, that's not the best time to start a business, right? Um, so if the pandemic would have hit in those first, you know, three, four years of Kramer basketball, when my wife didn't have a job and it was, it was more so me supporting the, the family uh, in those very first years of a business, the pandemic would have hit. It might have been game over. I don't know. We'll, we'll never know. Um, thankfully, now, um, having a business that has been hit really, really hard with the pandemic, not being able to do the things that make me money because going to schools essentially shut down. Even a high school coach can't hardly work with their own players, let alone a player development coach like me. Many of the facilities that we've worked at have had different rules and, and regulations um, that have affected, you know, the training and the amount of kids that we're able to, to work with. 
Um, and uh, a lot of people have lost their jobs. And so, you know, even though we have like the online training platform and all these different things, you know, the fact is other people are in a tough spot too. So, you know, people aren't spending as much money on some extra things like an online training membership like they were before. Um, and that is 100% a fact. January of 2020, I sold more online training memberships than any month ever in Kramer basketball. I was like, dang, this is taking off. I was so excited. Um, so January and February were the best January and February months I'd ever had with my business. And then the pandemic hit and it was bam, just like crash. We, uh, in fact, we had sold out four spring clinics. We'd had another one that was a private clinic and we were scheduling more. And those open clinics were all sold out. I was like, 2020 is going to be huge for my business. We got these clinics, they're already sold out. Some of them were sold out almost two months in advance. And I was like, man, this has never happened before. Our online training program, it's booming. This is the year that Kramer basketball explodes. And then being in South Carolina, we finally had the ball rolling with some things that were starting to go consistently throughout the year basketball training in different gyms throughout the course of the year. Very exciting stuff. All of that, boom, essentially gone. <laughs> um, so I am really thankful that uh, the pandemic didn't hit a few years ago when my wife didn't have a job because um, that would have put us in a, a really tough spot and I would have had to, to pivot and do some other things to provide for my family instead. So with that said, let's get to the meat of this episode, routine versus habit. Now we are creatures of habit. We do things without even knowing it that are habits from how we talk, how we brush our teeth, so many different things from when you get out of bed, how you get out of bed, you know, what, what you do, whether you're, you know, you're putting your socks on first or you're going to the bathroom first or any, anything like we, we subconsciously do habits. What's important for us is to establish routines that are going to allow us to be more successful in the direction that we want to go. So if you're an athlete, if you're a business owner, if you're a person who just wants to be more successful in anything that they're doing, you got to look at the day, right? And see, I, only, I got 24 hours here. How can I get the most out of it? So something really simple that you might want to try is if you went to bed 15 minutes earlier every day and you woke up 10 minutes earlier every single day, that'd be an extra five minutes of sleep that you got every day for a week. So that's an extra 35 minutes of sleep that you got, but you're getting up 10 minutes earlier. Why earlier compared to later? Well, most people, when they're up in the morning, they're productive. When they're up late at night, they're not. I know some people, you know, contradict that, but most of us, when we wake up in the morning, we end up being a little bit more productive, even though you're, you're tired, than those that stay up late. You end up watching TV, you end up eating junk food, you end up being on your phone more. If we can cut 15 minutes of that out and get 10 more minutes of productivity in the morning times that by seven 
Okay, now that's an hour and 10 minutes extra of doing something positive. Now we start to compound that for a month. All right, that's four, almost five hours of more productivity. Now you, and that's just a small sample size. What if you started doing 20 minutes or a half hour earlier, right? Still getting a proper amount of sleep and rest, especially if you're an athlete. I'm, especially if you're an athlete, I'm not one of these people that say, you know, burn the candle on both ends, you're staying up late, you're getting up super early, and you're an athlete, you have to perform. It's important for you to, to rest, that's your recovery time. So nutrition and sleep is essential if you want high performance. But if you can get the same amount of sleep, but just twist the amount of time and where you're getting that sleep by going to bed earlier and getting up earlier, we can still be more productive. That is establishing a routine that is going to help you be more successful. Establishing a pregame or pre-practice routine. I've talked about it before of having a routine of, you know, for me, and this was years and years of developing a, a routine that worked for me, but it was about five minutes of jump rope, about five minutes of form shooting, about five minutes of stationary ball handling before every practice in every game. Now, if you're practicing or playing a game, even six days a week, think how much extra practice that time that is. That's an hour and a half of practice extra every single week compared to the player that's just kind of going in and messing around and they're just kind of taking some bad shots and talking and, and whatever. I'm getting an hour and a half extra of practice than you are every single week. Six hours extra of practice, <clears throat> excuse me, per month. Basically, that means you might be ahead of me when the season starts. By the time the season ends, I'm going to have up and passed you and blown you away because of all the extra time and purpose that I put in to establishing a routine that helps me and helps my game. You got to look at things from that incremental standpoint and, and compound that over time. That's where, that's where the money's made, right? So to speak for, for an athlete, whether that's becoming a better shooter, a better athlete, a better defender, a better ball handler, anything. But in order for us to do that, we need to be able to look in the mirror and evaluate ourselves honestly and say, where are some things that I'm struggling with. And the pandemic was like that for me. Before the pandemic, I was getting up, you know, 540 in the morning, working out, kind of motivated and just getting after it. Um, a lot of times because of my wife's schedule and, and our kids' schedule, I would get up, I would do my workout, my workout will be done before, you know, my daughter had even woke up. And now I'm ready to help make breakfast, help around the house, and I've already got the workout in. But it took being able to look in the mirror and say, well, I have a certain amount of time. How can I be most successful? Now, I'd also say you have to establish your weaknesses. When the pandemic hit, I got really depressed. Guess what? I started sleeping in. Started not eating quite as often started to get kind of dehydrated. So my body wasn't feeling as well. I wasn't sleeping as well at night. I got into a slump. I'm not ashamed to say it. I got into a slump. But the point is, 
you need to be able to look yourself in a mirror when you are in a slump and admit it. Say, here's where I'm at. That's, but that's not where I want to be. And it's not where I have to stay. So what changes do I need to make? You're not going to be able to make the right changes in establishing a routine that works for you if you're not willing to look yourself in a mirror and recognize what that slump looks like for you, making the proper adjustments. When I looked at in the mirror just over a month ago, I was like, Steve, you're going to make some changes. You're going to make some big changes because I was upset that I wasn't able to travel and run my camps and do what I love to do. I said, listen, this situation is not going to get better anytime soon, but you still can affect the time that you spend and what you spend it doing each and every day. So I started getting up earlier, back, back at it, up in the morning before 6 a.m., getting to work, doing some, some time in, in my garage weight room, working on my business all before my kids were, were waking up. And it was establishing the routine that I was doing in the past and getting back in. Just because you establish a routine that you find success in, one, it doesn't mean you have to, you can always tweak it and improve it. But two, just because you figured out the routine that works for you, it doesn't mean you're good forever and you'll never lose that routine. Listen, I lost that routine. I had to work to get my routine back, that grind back, that, that eye of the tiger back. That's where I'm at now. To prove it, I put on almost 15 pounds of muscle. How do I know it's muscle? When I go running, I'm running faster times. If I run a mile, I'm running my mile faster. When I'm bench pressing, I'm benching more weight, right? I'm in better shape. I'm actually eating healthier, but I put on close to 15 pounds of muscle in the past couple months just by establishing the routine. And the routine wouldn't happen unless I was able to look myself in the mirror and say, hey, you got to make some changes, right? It's time to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Can you be upset when things don't go well? Sure. Can you be frustrated? Sure. Give it up to God, pray about it, and see what the moves that you need to make that you can control and start to do that and compound that over time. That's where the results are made. The consistency of grinding day in and day out. That's where it's at. Now, I want to get in and talk a little bit about the NBA, but I just want to emphasize if you're struggling with a routine, you have some bad habits built up, recognize it first and make sure that you pick something that you know you're going to be able to accomplish and start to consistently challenge yourself a little bit by little bit. Like I said before, getting up 15 minutes earlier or going to bed 15 minutes earlier, that's a small thing. It's not get up two hours earlier, go to bed an hour earlier, whatever. If you make something that difficult, it's going to be really hard to be consistent. Start small. Get those small victories. Get a week of a small victory. Maybe you do it five days and then Saturday and Sunday, okay, 
I'll, I'll wake up, at, catch up on my sleep. And But Monday through Friday, you're back at it again. Getting those small wins will add up over time. Okay, moving on. Let's talk a little NBA. A few teams that I am curious about this next basketball season. The Pistons. I have no idea what they're doing with their roster. I am curious about Killian Hayes, their draft pick, uh, where he played in Germany. I played against that team a couple times while I was playing overseas myself. Uh, so I know the club. They're big now on youth basketball development, building their, their youth basketball program. Um, so I'm curious to see. But overall, very disappointed in the Pistons with some of their acquisitions. No idea where that's going to go. The Lakers got better. They were the team to beat last year. They're even more so the team to beat this year. And the Schroeder pickup, huge. Another German guy, by the way. Huge, huge pickup. He's going to help that team immensely. He was second in the league for the six-man-of-the-year voting. Could have easily started on most NBA teams. He's going to add some speed, some intensity, some defense. He's going to take the ball out of LeBron's hands. I think he's going to be um, playing a little more consistently than, than Rondo, who usually gets some injuries during the regular season. So be able to get Schroeder in there instead. Um, you know, that's not to mention the pickup of Harrell. And it's not just that Harrell is like this elite player because he got exposed, but you're taking that away from the Clippers. And as much as he struggled in the playoffs for the Clippers, he's still a good player. And um, so it was addition uh, because they subtracted it from, from the Clippers. You know, if the Clippers didn't get a Baca, they really would have hurt themselves. And, you know, the Clippers are just stayed the same so far. I know the, the NBA is going to look differently from when this podcast comes out to when it actually, the season begins and we get in the trade deadline, but not impressed at all with any of the moves the Clippers have made. Um, they haven't gotten any, any better. Milwaukee, <clears throat> they have a higher ceiling and a lower basement than they had last season. The Holiday pickup, he's a dynamic player. He can create plays on his own. He's a more versatile offensive player. He's, he's bigger. He has a little length. He can guard multiple positions, a high-level defensive player. And when you come to the playoffs, not ha having to need a huge rotation. Teams are going to really start to lock in on Giannis during the playoffs. Their ceiling is higher because they have that type of playmaker. Their basement's also lower, and uh, they're not going to, they're not nearly as deep. Not being able to get Bogdanovich was huge. They needed another stretch shooter like that. And He's an underrated player. I mean, if you think Middleton on that team is, you know, a top 20 to 25 player in the league, probably. I mean, Bogdanovich is probably a top 25 to 35 player in the league. I mean, he's that good. So to not be able to get him after they thought they had acquired him is a really big loss. You add in the fact that they've lost a lot of depth in order to get Holiday. Um, they need they need another player that can really, really stretch it and shoot the basketball because as good as Holiday is, um, he's not a marksman necessarily. He can play, 
uh, but he's not a marksman. So with him and Giannis out there, Middleton, you have to stay close to him. Lopez is, uh, you know, streaky at best with his three-point shot. Um, is it going to be DiVincenzo that's going to have to step up? I mean, he's he's more of a slasher, you know, two dribble kind of guy. So yeah, I'm not quite sure what that's going to look like either. The two teams that I can't stand watching, but I always end up watching, are the Sixers and the Rockets. There's so much talent on those teams. I can't stand their style of play. Really difficult to watch. Uh, just doesn't, seems like the guys are just kind of out there almost running into each other or standing, you know, one of the two. And, um, and the effort is questionable at times for both of those teams. But when you throw in the talent, the playmaking ability of the players in that team, you're just curious to see what happens. Both of them have new coaches, you know, few, you know, new acquisitions. Uh, Wood, who was, you know, the bright spot for the Pistons last year, is now on the Rockets. He's going to help them. He's going to improve. Is that going to be enough to make any significant change with that team? I don't think so. So that's five teams right there. The Heat, they haven't done anything thus far. I think uh, they'll learn from their experience last year. I think those young guys, Robinson and Hero, are going to be better than they were last year. They're also going to get a lot more attention defensively than they did last year. So I, I see them staying the same. And for the most part, the Eastern Conference looks the same as it was last year as far as um, not a ton of teams moving up and down except for what team? Brooklyn. Really excited to see what Brooklyn does. Um, I'm curious to see if Durant and Kyrie Irving actually get along when the games begin. Um, but that's a team that's going to be very curious. But besides that, the majority of the teams seem like they're about the same. The West got better. The Phoenix Suns are going to be really intriguing. You'll be put them into the playoff spot. And when you think about the Western Conference, almost every team in the Western Conference is a playoff type team. The Suns, you can write them in as a playoff team. Um, so it's just going to be really interesting to see one through eight battling for playoff position, battling for those last seeds. Um, because, I mean, besides like a Sacramento, there's really not an awful team. I mean, you think about even uh, the Timberwolves. I mean, they still have Towns, Russell. They got Edwards as the first round pick. I mean, they were a bad team last year, but that amount of talent, I mean, they're going to be able to beat some teams, right? There's just, there's just so much depth. Every game in the Western Conference is going to be an absolute war. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun to watch as the season picks up next month. So that's a little bit of this quick hitter episode. Uh, thanks for listening to the Die Hard Hoops podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. That is very, very appreciated. And if you're curious about our Black Friday weekend sale. You want access to our year-long membership with a $20 discount. You want to support Kramer Basketball and you want some free gear. Member.kramerbasketball.com. Use the code SPECIAL20 to get your $20 discount. That will put you in the list to get access to a free month of our app when it comes out at a later date in 2021 to be determined. And then 
You'll also get an email from me afterward asking you what's the address, what size shirt do you wear, and we'll ship you one of our Kramer basketball t-shirts on me. All right. Thanks again for listening. You guys have a great, great weekend. God bless.